Hello and welcome to Top Fives, the show of everything Top Fives, presented by the Sex Effects. I'm Joey Parati. And I'm Sean Day. And today we're we're going to be hitting you with some lists. Some but lists? <laughs> some lists, brother. And maybe we'll put on a lisp while we count down the lists. But before we get to all that... Shawnee, how, how are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm good, dude. Just uh, starting the week off right now. I know we post these on Fridays. It's funny. We, we talk about like the week starting and then we release these on Friday. So, But I'm getting ready for the week. And uh, yeah, it's been pretty chill, dude. Just a good weekend. I was mentioning before we started recording, uh, I went to go see a band called Andrew Shikari on Friday with a good friend of mine, Chris Scanlon. Thank you, Scanlon, for coming out. Right on. And uh, yeah, it was their like 10-year anniversary for their first record, which they released in 2007, called Take to the Skies. And That's fucking dope. Yeah, and they're, they're a blast. If you guys have never heard of them, check them out. They're like electronic metal. Uh, I don't know how to describe their sound, but they're a bunch of British lads from London, which is really cool. And it's, it's great. Like this, mu- Their music is, is out here, and people are recognizing it. So... Um, yeah, and the, did they do the whole album all the way through? The whole album all the way through. I was actually interested. Nice. I was actually surprised because they did. They didn't put it like back to front. They play like some of their other tunes in between. But they're like, well, cool. We only got this song left and this song left. So it's like, you, know, you guys are ready. <laughs> so for the show's it? almost over, kids. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was cool. It was at the Glass House in Pomona, which is my second time at that venue, and it's a it's a nice small venue, which is great because I love seeing bands smaller venues. You get to kind of see everything and like no matter where you're kind of standing or whatever so yeah absolutely pretty, pretty fun and then the supporting band was called being as ocean which i've never really heard of but they were quite interesting and right on i think they're from this area or like san diego or something like that so um cool but yeah other than that dude it was a crazy weekend and um just excited to start off and it's march ready it's it is March. It's hot out here now in Los Angeles for some reason, so <laughs> it's starting to pick up some steam. So, yeah, the last couple of days that it's, it's heated up. It went from rain right. to <laughs> sun to tons you know, of just sun immediately. So, um, I've been enjoying the weather. Heck yeah! Uh, how are you, Joey? How you doing, man? I'm I'm good, man. Um, like I said, we've been having beautiful weather, so I've been. You know, I, I say I prefer the dark and the cold, which yeah, I do. Um, you know, as long as the heaters kick in and I'm, I get to be home. But all the rain this year happened while I was at work, so I didn't get to enjoy it. Uh, the sunshine happened this weekend, though. Um, and Christine and I just went on so many walks just around town oh, and with yeah, Marty and stuff. Oh, yeah, get to see the sun, uh, dude. <laughs> yeah, so it was wonderful. I think we, over Saturday and Sunday, we walked like 12 miles, so I was pretty stoked. Nice. Um, tracking that shit on iPhone. Yeah. Um, Track your miles, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how accurate it is, but I, I was stoked. And uh, it was beautiful. it's been beautiful here, and sounds like kind of beautiful everywhere, so it's yeah. hopefully, hopefully 2017 is turning around. Yeah. We'll see. I had a chance to we sit outside see. on my patio, which I never get to do. <laughs> oh, it's and a good feeling. Nice yeah. cold beer. I, I was just had my yeah. laptop out and and uh, just kind of you know just chilling and then I got my my cats I got these like harnesses for them so they can go <laughs> outside sometimes so uh, yeah it was pretty fun nice <laughs> yeah right know. on well shit well uh, um, before we get to our list I just want to do a bit of follow up now mm-hmm. it's been a week since you've seen Logan oh yeah that's right and. Um, I just want to know, have your thoughts changed at all in the movie? Because personally, 
my critiques of it haven't gone away. All that still stands, but yes, I have not stopped thinking about this movie. Like, I, I, I have not stopped. I feel the same. I've been thinking about it a lot, and um, the review show that we did last week was uh, interesting, kind of our views on the movie, and I came fresh from the movie, so that was interesting to um, to reflect on it and just yeah. being there and getting all those emotions struck at you, but... Yeah, I, I mean it's it's still the same to me. I you know I, I th- think it was a strong film and a good way for Hugh Jackman to go out. And um, still on the ne- on my negatives, you know, I still uh, think like, oh, I wish it just could have got like they could have got more of a, a, a closure with uh, Professor X and, <coughs> and Logan's character, especially at the end. Even though he did go all all out at the end, so I might yeah. have to see it again. And yeah, I was thinking the same view it again. It's always tough, right? When you see a movie like once and then you kind of like, you almost try to like replay it in your head and try to figure out like parts you remember and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely worth another watch, I would think. But I did get jazzed on, uh, I actually started Legion uh, this week. Oh, I, I watched like, oh. part of the first episode. I fell asleep. Yeah. It was, did you it like was it? Very, it was interesting. Like the, the, ep- the first episode is kind of long. Um Yeah. And it's confusing. Like it's I, confusing. I thought it was really confusing, but I'm it, also it, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that was an interesting <laughs> take on on the mutant character. Like this, the main character is supposed to be, he's like stuck in a mental hospital, and he thinks, you know, he's pretty much mentally ill. But it's pretty much his powers, um, you know, his strong powers emerging, and um, him, I guess, realizing all that stuff. So it's kind of interesting, like to get like uh, another story in a different type of mutant. Um, but within the X-Men universe and kind of has the same things like, you know, the government's hunting them down and all that stuff, you know, stuff that's always been a center of the X-Men universe, especially with the films and I guess TV shows. But, um, how do you like Aubrey Plaza? Um, yeah, it's okay. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I gotta, I gotta give it a, I gotta watch a couple more episodes to kind of dive in a little bit more deeper into it and see how the characters are. Um, (laughs) but you'll go back to it. I'll go back to it. Yeah, I'm nice. on the second episode, I think. So, and I think there's like five or six out right now. Okay. So, um, yeah, and I've been just Perfect. trying to catch up on that, but I don't know. I got just jazzed off the X Men stuff, and I really yeah. want to actually, like you said, you rewatched the first X Men and sec- second X Men, I think. Right? Uh, I rewatched the first one, and I started rewatching the Wolverine. The Wolverine. Okay, yeah. so it it's made me want to go back and watch those movies, maybe just to reminisce about. Hugh Jackman and his portrayal of, of uh, Wolverine. But. Did you see the Easter egg they put in the Wolverine that paid no. off in Logan? No, I did not. What is the Easter egg? So you know how there's the chick that can read or tell the future yes. in the Wolverine? Yeah. Um, and she can like tell everyone how they die. Yes. And she was like, you die on your back, bloody with your heart in your hands. Oh my gosh. He's holding, gosh, that's he's holding Laura's hand, you know, so Oh my gosh. It's really wow. cool. I, I like that. That's cool. They, you know, they're not my favorite <laughs> out of the, like the Wolverine movies, but, yeah. um, like that's really cool that they did that just to kind of string it all together and yeah, you know, like a pre- premonition almost. Right. <laughs> so yeah, very that's subtle. That's cool. how, you know, I feel like DC would be like, Hey, <laughs> I'm telegraphing <laughs> hey. this. Check this um, out. You know. <laughs> it's supposed to be in the other movie. <laughs> Check it out. Just a beautiful little, like, it It paid off. I, I respect that. So, um, hell yeah. Well, nice. speaking of uh, superhero TV, I started Powerless. 
powerless. How is that? I, I watched the trailer and I wasn't like too like gra- I didn't grasp me as much. It what, needs what, to be what? a lot funnier and smarter. Like I and they've got some. They got uh, what's his name from Community on. There. Yeah, and he's the best part of it. Him yeah. and Alan Tudyk are the best part, and the I can't remember the the dude's name, but basically Danny Pudi's best friend. Oh, and oh, yeah. the uh, Alan Tudyk's like assistant. She's very funny as well. I can't, I don't know her name, but it's um, a good cast. Good cast, right? For good the most part, Vene- Vanessa Hudgens is fucking grating, dude. Her voice is so grating. Um, <laughs> she's just kind of obnoxious, and I feel bad. Like I want to like her, um, yeah, but yeah. they make her. Uh, too eager too uh, i don't know she, <laughs> she's a problem i think she's like the the one like kind of holding it back comedic wise um, comedic wise yeah cuz everyone's like they're their game but the writing needs to be better um i'd say that's the main thing but it's it, it has one of the best openings like the opening uh title sequence i've seen in oh years i love it just cool. check out the uh, the title sequence at some point if you can. It's you know forty second intro, but it's it's cool. Now, are there because uh, it's in the DC universe, right? Yes, and they're pretty much like an agency <coughs> that's supposed to combat uh, superheroes, right? Or no, like they they pre- clean up after superheroes, or they're, they're they clean up after basically okay. in a, in a world where <laughs> you know Iceman and or Killer Frost or whatever can fight the Flash. They make products for the civilians on the ground having to deal with the everyday of superheroes battling fucking oh, villains and okay. shit. It's a good concept. Um, and apparently yeah. it changed a whole lot from its original pilot that they aired at Comic-Con to now. Like, drastically oh, okay. different. Characters have completely changed and the setting has changed. They're now part of Interesting. Wayne Industries um, or Wayne Enterprises. But, yeah, so it's it's... That's okay. Yeah, they're they're finding their how way, many, you know. I hope it How many episodes have you seen so far? Uh, there's 5 out. I've watched like the first 4 cuz it was just first it's four. easy, dude. It's 20 something minutes. You can oh, turn perfect. your brain off and it's like, "Oh shit, one's playing <clears throat> after this one. Fine, fuck it. I'll watch it." <laughs> easy. Yeah, right. <laughs> easy. Cool. Yeah. So I'll have to check it out. I wasn't too impressed by the trailer. Yeah. And, it's not impressive, but it's, but it's just interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. It's like, okay, you know, at least it's not centered around superheroes. Like, that's the main character. Like, it's around these people, ordinary guys, ordinary civilians, um, helping develop those, you know, types of things. It's like, the, the people, in the, the people, important people in the background kind of things. So. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, Interesting. Man. I'll have to check that out. All right. Cool. And I'll say last bit of, like, because we do talk about the movies and things a lot on this, on this show. Um, yes. There's a rumor going out. And the reason I bring it up, I just I think it would be such a good idea if this happened. Uh, Matthew Vaughn is apparently in talks to direct Man of Steel 2. Matthew Vaughn directed Kick-Ass. He directed, uh, uh, fuck, the new one's coming out, Golden Circle. Um, Michael Caine, uh, is Michael Caine in that? Colin uh, Firth, Gentleman. uh, uh, Yeah. Oh, I can't think of it. Oh, it's such a good movie. It's such a good movie. Um, but he directed that. He's He directed X-Men First Class. And um, if DC could get fucking Matthew Vaughn, that'd be such a big win. Personally, I'd like to see oh, his Batman. Yeah. I, w- I would have preferred him to get Batman. But uh, 
and there's a quote from like five years ago when they were they hadn't decided on Zack Snyder yet, and he's like, Superman should be fun. He should be colorful. You know, he should be. He should yeah. be. Yeah. So I, I really hope DC uh, DC nabs him. I think that'd be really tight. Let him do his thing. Yeah. Snag him for it. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so that's sort of rumored right now. Yeah. And I, I I figured they're gonna do another Man of Steel. Um, you know, two, I guess it's, it's own like solo, you know, Superman. Eventually, film. hopefully Henry it, Cavill gets to actually do something. <clears throat> we will see. And is this supposed to be, I guess would be coming out after justice league. Right? Yeah. The, <coughs> so I guess after that, I'm sure Superman's going to be back in justice league. Yeah. And they can fast track it, you know, like, <clears throat> but apparently DC yeah. has 17 movies slated right now. That's a, lot, a lot of movies, movies and directors keep dropping. So, uh, speak. Okay, so speaking of uh, DC, yeah. did you see the latest? Have Wonder you been watching all the Wonder Woman. Trailers? I thought it was good. I think this definitely looks the most Marvel e of the DC movies. Um, yeah. but that could be a really good thing. Yeah, I, I'm fairly impressed with the trailers, and yeah, I think this might be the one film, hopefully, that will kind of uh, get people's attention and you know invest in the DC universe. Yeah. And, you know, seeing a Wonder Woman movie, you know, today, that's really cool. And um, I don't know. She looks pretty badass. She does. I'm excited to see. That mascara looks pretty tight. Um, Yeah. So we'll see. (laughs) We will see. I I hope it's good. I hope it's good. I do. And that's the next one coming out, right, for these guys? Yes. Comes out in June. Right. And then Justice League drops in in November of this year. Oh, shit. And we still don't have an official trailer. That's true. Because the Comic-Con one little... is just spliced together behind the scenes, some finished shit. So... Yeah, yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what comes of The Flash, too, because that's had a, a couple of directors uh, drop from the list. And yeah. Rick... Fuck, so. what's his last name? I always fuck his last name up, so I'm not even going to try it, but he would have. He was the second director attached. He did Dope. Did you see Dope? Yes. I actually really like that film. I watched it twice recently. It's a good fucking movie. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I like how the guys in the in the movie uh, play in a band too. Yeah, yeah it's good music. Um, great performances. I was re- I really thought he uh, he could have done something interesting with the Flash, but unfortunately, yeah. yeah. You know. well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what comes. I'm sure once Justice League drops, they'll probably have some something in place because they got to start production on some of the other films. Yeah, and I guess the reception too of of Justice League, which I'm. You know, I don't know. I've got, I wouldn't say I've got high hopes for it, but, you know, this is the movie that's hopefully going to cap- captivate anyone who has any trust in the DC universe. I hate to, to be Plus Wonder Woman. so fucking negative, but how can you have high hopes for Justice League right now? Unless yeah, you're true. kind of delusional, you know what I mean? Like After Batman v Superman and uh, Suicide Squad and those kind of, you know, negative, I mean, it's... I'm thinking Wonder Woman's going to be their high, their probably their highest yeah. rated film. I think so too. Uh, and I know it's it's that's no competition. I'm sure with the other ones, but and and a um, director uh, quit from that movie too. Their first director. Yeah. So. So. Create creative differences. Yeah. <laughs> and Zack Snyder still had a hand in Wonder Woman. Oh, because that's that was all done before or at the same time as BBS. You know. So yeah. they didn't really have too much time to course correct, but hopefully because it's so far removed in the past, they won't need to. 
Too DC, much. Yeah. Too much. But. All right. All right. Well, DC Universe. DC <laughs> Universe. DC, <laughs> man. It's, it's like. It, they're so, like, interesting to talk about. Like, Marvel, great. But that's kind of all I have to say about it because you you watch the movies, yeah, it's fucking great. Like you know, but DC, <laughs> the drama behind the scenes is like, it's on another level I haven't seen before. Yeah, it's keeping the buzz going. It it's is people talking about it and but on their seats on who the who the hell is going to be you know in Batman, who the villain's going to be or whatever. And yeah, then they have the other properties like the the Gotham City Sirens, or whatever. So they're going to have like Catwoman. And, and Mel Gibson's in talks to uh, direct Suicide Squad 2. Heard about that. How do you yeah. feel about that? I don't know. I mean, I think, <laughs> look, Gibson as a person, we can, we can save that conversation for another day. As a director, I really don't think he's as good as everyone says. Braveheart, uh, I guess. Um, uh, what's the... Like Native American movie that Is he that did, Apocalypto or something. Apocalypto, yeah, fucking decent. You know, Passion of the Christ. It could have been really. He overdid it with the CGI in the end, and um, I just saw Hacksaw Ridge last night. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. What did you think? Um, <coughs> I rated a solid seven out of ten. He's very. Here's my problem with with Gibson. Um, he he can't be subtle like it's it's all heavy-handed and it's all kind of corny like yeah. uh, for example when one of the gen- anytime like a general or someone kind of important is talking in the movie the swell of american just like it's the most important fucking thing anyone's ever fucking said in the world <laughs> and it just fucking uh, it bugs me when like, because silence can be just as powerful as a score. And if yes. you have actors who are doing a really great job, let the scene fucking be. Um, that's one of my big problems with Dark Knight is there were a lot of scenes that you could have stood on the strength of the actors, but they had to fucking drown out everything and tell you yeah. how to feel with the music. Um, I think music's incredibly powerful, and that's why... I hate when it comes into a scene and it's telling me how to feel about this character. Like I can, I can get there on my own. Um, yeah. But, uh, so that's what I find in a lot of his work is it's never, he's always just spoon feeding you. And it's just always kind of like, it's decent. It's not bad, but it's, you're not spoon feeding me fucking gourmet shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) So, um, but yeah. That's Having yeah, said that, I, <laughs> no, yeah. so, go for it. You go first. Oh no, no, no. I, I, uh, I haven't seen. Hex- I want to watch it, uh, especially after the light of the Oscars. And uh, it's not bad. It's, it was. It's a high, highly rated film, I guess, for for uh, from the Oscar buzz. So I want to check yeah. it out. Um, it's a. Uh, but you know what? It does lead in my top five. If uh, oh, cool. Well, hit shoot away, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Top five. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. Top five war movies. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, God, I mean, no particular order. Yeah, go for, for it. Full, uh, full Metal Jackets. 
jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Uh, freaking Stanley Kubrick. Hell yeah. Uh, whew, I mean, you got to hit it with the Saving Private Ryan. Of course. Very, very good story about brotherhood and, and uh, you know, really interesting turn at the end, you know, when they're trying. Spoiler alert, if you guys haven't seen it, <laughs> where they, they find Ryan and then he's like, I want to sit here and stand and, and fight with you guys. Oh. You know, it's, yeah. Um, so that, okay, so Full Metal Jacket. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see here. Apocalypse Now. That's a pretty heavy one, too. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the documentary? I haven't seen the documentary. Oh, my God. That would have made my list if it was about war. Like, wh- yeah. <laughs> damn. Uh, damn. Okay. War. Uh, damn. War. T- war. War on the horizon. War. I really like uh, Enemy at the Gates. It's pretty interesting. Ooh. Jude Law replays that sniper. I still have your copy. You lent it to me in college. <laughs> and I still good, haven't dude. watched it. I'm so sorry. It's it's okay. It's it's a uh, I, I for some reason I'm really like interested in like snipers and stuff and You camping you know, son fun. of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah, it's a interesting story in this, you know, uh, Rachel was it Rachel Weiss? White Weiss? Weiss Weiss. 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 Um She's in it, and she plays kind of like the love interest, but she's also, you know, part of the war, and um, I think she plays a, oh, I forgot what she does. I think she does, like, uh, she's like a uh, typer, or like, you know, sending the messages to families and stuff. Uh, so that's one. So that's three so far. Yes. Um, four. <sighs> Damn, this is so hard, dude. About war. Uh. I thought Jarhead was pretty good. I never fucking like, saw Jarhead. It was it was okay. It yeah. it was definitely different. Um, kind of shows the, uh, you know, being isolated in war and you know, trying to figure out what the purpose is. You know what your orders are and, um, you know, and then the, of course the you know camaraderie and just you know how people react <coughs> with each other. Uh, so that's four, and then five. Oh man. I mean, can we can we can we hit it with uh, you know, um sci-fi movies? Does it have to be about a real war? Um Yeah, yeah. Cuz I could nail this one and be like Star Wars. <laughs> that no, that's cheap. <laughs> no, no. Uh okay, I'm just trying to think of other war films. Um Just think of like the time period, like World War 2, World War 1, Civil oh, yeah, War. World War II. Civil War. Oh, yeah. Civil War. Oh, uh, fuck. Glory was pretty crazy. Yeah, I was just fucking thinking. I was like, I fucking forgot about Glory. And was it Matthew Broderick, uh, Denzel Washington? Morgan Freeman. Uh, did de- did, de- uh, did uh, Who won in that one? Was it Denzel I or was it think... Morgan? Fuck. I think it was I Denzel. S- I think he won for that one. I think you're right. We got a Best we got supporting a fa- actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was a big, that was a big win for him. So th- those are mine off the top of my head. I know I'm, I'm sure there's <coughs> a bunch of them. And it's, it's funny because I, I, I don't watch war movies on a, on a regular basis. And sometimes you have to kind of have to be in that mindset yeah. and mood to, to watch, especially with, you know, it's war heavy. scenes. And dip- it's heavy, yeah. And then, you know, and having, you know, friends and family, or, uh, you know, like, your, you know, your Uncle Mike and, you know, some of our previous friends, too who've, uh, you know, been in, in warfare and, and have served in, in the military. So it's, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I still, 
enjoy the film because of that, because it's, you know, it's paying tribute to those, you know, those people, no matter if they're real characters or not, you know, some of it takes kind of inspiration from it. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the five I can think of at the top of my head. I love it. I love the way you just put that. You always put a really nice bow on, you know, on your list. I love that. Yeah. My, my favorite one though, I think out of all those is full metal jacket. Yeah. Just because that first, like, uh, was it 30 Vincent minutes Di- or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio. It's, oh man, his like Arlie Emery. Oh my fucking gosh. Crazy. And, and that's, that's just like the first 30 minutes of film. It's so intense. And, <coughs> and then it, it becomes shows, so different. And it becomes such a different film. Yeah. yeah right after. So that, that's one I always think of if I'm going to go war films or saving private Ryan. Right on. Those two. So yeah. how about you, Joe? What are your, what are your top um, five? Well, fuck. I can't believe I didn't think about glory. I never think about the civil war. Um, yeah, yeah. It's always like World War One, Two, you know. Yeah. Um, so, with that in mind, Gloria, I guess, factors somewhere. But you know what? You already said it, so we'll, I'll, I'll try to stay steer a little different. Okay. Uh, number five is Platoon, Oliver Stone. Oh, nice. Uh, Charlie okay. Sheen, Willem Dafoe, and Tom Berenger. My uncle Mike told me that this was out of all the movies made about Vietnam that this was the closest any movie got. Um, okay. So. Like, I love Apocalypse Now. I love uh, The Deer Hunter. But because it's got my Uncle Mike seal of approval, I'm going to go with Platoon. <laughs> uh, number four, The Big Red One, directed by Samuel I Fuller. Haven't seen that one. Uh, I believe one. it's okay. Lee Marvin is the main character. And Mark Hamill, a young Mark Hamill, is uh, in the Platoon. There's other people. I haven't seen this movie in years. But I remember watching it with my dad. And in the last scene of the movie, spoilers, um, the war has ended and they're like Lee Marvin's character had gone off and he killed or he shoots or stabs, you know, the enemy and yeah. they, they find him and they're like, the war's over. And he like has to save this guy's life. And he's like, y'all I'll kill it. Or if you die, I'll kill you. Or, you know, something like that. Um, it's, I'm, I'm butchering it, but it's, it's a fantastic, <laughs> it's a fantastic moment. Um, number three, Inglorious Bastards, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yo, Tarantino film in there. I, I was even asking Christine earlier. I was like, does that count as a war film? You know, it's a Tarantino film, but yeah. um, it, it is a World War Two film. So, um, yeah, Inglorious Bastards is number three. The only fucking time ever Roland Emmerich will beat out Quentin Tarantino on a list is here. Uh, the Patriot <laughs> holds a near and dear place in my heart. I just oh. love this movie. It's such a good movie. Yeah. Um, Heath Ledger's fucking brilliant in it. Um, love him in it. Fucking and Mel Gibson. Say what you want about the dude, but in the movie when Heath Ledger dies and he loses his shit and he breaks down, yeah, that is one of the most honest moments of acting. It's so good. Um, and then my number one, Saving Private Ryan, because. Come on, yeah. that is the quint. If you when you, th- it's like the Babe Ruth of, of war movies. When I think baseball, or when I think Babe Ruth, I think baseball. When I think Saving Private Ryan, that's it's war movies. You know, yeah. So, dude, that's a good, that's a good look. Inglorious Bastards, though, I was a surprise. That's a good. It's one, a though. sneaky one, right? Yeah, but it is centered all around that that war and in a, in an almost like parallel universe kind of way, right? Because they, you know, they kill. <laughs> Hitler right. and they do all historical the fiction. All the yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good one, dude. 
And then, nice. yeah, Saving, Pri- Saving Private Ryan. I love the the opening scene, you know, on, on the... Uh, oh, my God. On the beach Omaha. and everything. And, yeah. and you know, the, gr- the great way how they shot, you know, the scenes from from the boats arriving and then from the opposing side, yeah. which was very interesting to kind of give you both sides. Um, but you can barely see their faces or whatnot. Um, damn, that's a good list, dude. Thanks, man. Yours uh, was not bad on the, on the, on the fucking, on the fly. That was a good list too. <laughs> it's tough to, yeah, it's tough to think war movies. Cause yeah, I, I don't watch them as much, but when you, <coughs> yeah, when you're in the right mood, you know, you can, you can, uh, you know, watch it and, and just kind of soak it in, I guess. So. Yeah. Cool. We'll see if uh, if Dunkirk makes the list. That's in right. the near future. Christopher Nolan's new film. When yeah. is that coming out? Um, I don't know. I want to say June, but I could be wrong. June. I've only seen the. Is there like one, two trailers? I think. I think there's two. Let's that see. That first it's... trailer with that teaser was just so intense with the music. Yeah. And then it's just a simple <laughs> title card at the end, but Dunkirk. I like that. July twenty first. Okay, so July. Yeah. All we'll right, see summer movies. Yeah, there you go. Right on. All right, Joe. Here's my here's my top five for this. All week. right, hit me with it, baby. Okay, it's uh, top five bands you want to see live. So you oh. haven't seen these guys live. Okay, and here's this here's the side note. They can either be dead or oh alive. my fucking okay. All right, the Beatles, the Ramones. Let's get those two out of the way right now because absolutely, <laughs> um, Johnny Cash. Oh, I know you say Johnny Cash on there, dude. Tenacious D, I really oh, want to D. see live. Um, and the Sex Pistols. Ooh, all right. I like uh, Tenacious D. So it's it's funny. I didn't get to see him, but uh, Kyle Gass. Yeah. He has like his own band, and uh, the drummer in uh, my band Red Giant. He's like friends with the drummer of Kyle Gass's band. Oh wow! So. So I've been trying to go see them. Uh, they play like every so often here in LA. Is and, is it uh, Trainwreck? Is that? I don't know. I I they're always titled uh, the Kyle Gas Band. So I don't know if oh, he has nice. like different bands or whatnot. But it's a it's a simple. I think it's like a three or four piece band. Very cool. And uh, yeah. So, uh, but Tenacious D, you got me into Tenacious D, and <laughs> I gotta say, yeah, those guys would be amazing to see live. And I know they put on quite a inter- entertaining. St- show for, for the masses well fuck so i forgot about the clash i forgot about so many it's it's a mixed bag because it's it's really tough to kind of especially if, if i put the question dead or alive you yeah know, mostly. nirvana shit yeah well we, we kind of have the same similar tastes in music so uh for mine i put number one i want to see the clash they're one of my favorite bands growing up um got you know influence from my dad and you know, our band too, like we kind of get influenced from the clash and we oh, yeah. enjoy their music and gosh, it'd be like really cool to see them. And we saw big audio dynamite, which was Mick Jones's band. And we've met Mick Jones before. Yeah. So we got kind kind. of a taste of that, that side of the clash, but you know, with all the full members and but Joe Strummer, Joe Strummer, you know, we, you know, God rest his soul, God rest um, his soul. you know, seeing those guys live. So, uh, two, I want to see Jimi Hendrix burn yeah, his guitar on stage fuck. live. This and, year's the fiftieth uh, anniversary of Monterey Pop. I know it's so crazy, dude. Yeah. So we'll have to burn our strats uh, yeah, just for for Hendrix. That <laughs> accordingly, <laughs> very safely. Um, 
This one's a two-parter. We've done this. I, I know you've done this before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, number three, Foo Fighters slash Nirvana. Okay. I would have loved to see Dave Grohl in his prime, especially playing with you know Kurt Cobain. And Nirvana, as the 90s group, uh, you know, the grunge music movement uh, was yeah. part of our childhood and growing up and the type of music that was out. And, uh, yeah, it would have been so crazy to see them, especially now in this day and age, and to think of, like, what kind of music they'd be creating <coughs> today. Um, and then the Foo Fighters. Uh, Dave Grohl is a legend, and the band has been going on for so many years, and I'm just so excited. They just played, like, their first show in a while, um, and hopefully they're going to be touring out here in North America soon. So oh that God. is one band I'm, I'm serious. I got to see these guys live yeah. this year. Yeah. My dad has seen them live. <laughs> I feel like they're and, a band that have been around so long that we kind of take them for granted. And it's like, we'll we'll get to see the Foo Fighters someday. Dave Grohl's never going to stop being a Foo Fighter, but the day is going to come. When the we day don't, is going to come. We don't I have know. that chance anymore. And like, they took like a hiatus, like a hiatus, but they were like, Oh, you know, we're just taking a vacation. Cause we just tour so much. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I got to say this. I, I, uh, thought their last the Sonic highways. I thought those are, it was okay at record, Yeah. but I, I, to be completely honest, I don't mind seeing Foo Fighters and just like them stop releasing music and just tour because totally. they have such a huge catalog of songs. And I mean, I watched a live, I did, this is really cool. The other day I, I saw a live, uh, Facebook feed of them playing in the UK and it was like their first show back in like a couple months. Cool. And uh, they played for like two hours. And I caught like, funny enough, I caught like one hour of that. I jumped in like an hour into their set. Nice. And it's like they can play for many hours, I'm sure, with whatever songs they have. And there's just so many good, catchy songs they have. That's awesome. So, yeah, Foo Fighters all the way. Uh, Number four, Ramones. Uh, Another kind of band that uh, captured the punk movement. Oh, yeah. And influenced a lot of bands today. And it would be amazing to see those guys live. Even if I got to pick the the venue, I would pick CBGB's because that was the right main place they used to play, and it was such an iconic place that you know it took the Ramones and and brought them to the forefront. Uh, number five slash six. <laughs> like the, of course, we got to see the Beatles. Live. Of course. And I know you know two of them are still alive and are playing in their you know still playing music, which is amazing. Um, so I mean I know in our lifetime we won't get to see the full lineup, but you know. Getting to see maybe Paul McCartney um, in concert would be amazing. It would be. Uh, and then I say Slash because, uh, you know, unfortunately Prince just died recently and I, have, I haven't seen a concert of his and I heard his shows are just epic. I bet. As ever. I fucking bet. That's a good And he call. shreds super crazy. So it's like, oh man. So I, I don't know. Reflecting on this, I was just uh, bands I would look forward to seeing, but also bands that you know, I just wish we had the chance to maybe in, in rock and roll heaven, we will yeah. <laughs> see, we will see these guys play and jam it out. I fucking like hope nothing. so. <laughs> I love yeah, that yeah. list, Shawnee. That's a good list. Yeah. And I was, I was just thinking, cause I, I, I feel like we had, we were going to, uh, we have Joey and I have a document of all like top fives that we might do. And I think, I, I don't know if it was on there, but like, like dead celebrities or like rock, you know, rock celebrities, they're not there or something like that. And I was like, well, the, they wouldn't be there with the bands that they have or the groups that they perform in. And to see them in that, in that uh, yeah. light would be amazing. Good so, fucking yeah. list. Yeah, dude. I like yours too, man. Thank you. Yeah. 
That's that's those are the top five this week. I think yeah. you win. I think you win though. <laughs> oh, dude! You know, hey, oh, I got a cool idea for our, our memes. We should do. I'm gonna see if I can Photoshop like all our all our uh, bands like playing together or something. Like Hell that. yeah! That'd be really cool. That'd be tight. One awesome, giant dude. jam session. Jam sesh. Um, well, Shawnee, our lists are over. It brings us to sex effect share time. Yeah. With the sex effects. Shawnee, do you have anything you'd like to share with our audience this week? Yeah, I got, uh, I'm a huge uh, YouTube subscriber and I love YouTube so much. And there's so much out there that you can explore. Um, I found this uh, channel called Tech (coughs) Source. Uh, Tech Source. And it's this gentleman who does uh, like tech reviews and stuff. And mostly I found it because I was looking for ways to do. Uh, cable management with my like computer and all nice. my recording equipment, and it's just a nightmare sometimes when it comes to, when you have so many like cables going. And his channel kind of he has like videos on uh, cable management and how to like find ways to you know hide your cables and whatnot. Nice. I love that geeky kind of shit. Which yeah, is, um, stuff I just uh, you know I could spend hours just looking at stuff like that. Cables fucking also, suck. Cables suck, dude, and it's you know it's convenience and and making sure everything's tidy and you know uh, what's it called again? Tech, tech source on YouTube. Tech source, and he uh, he does. Uh, I'm not really into building computers, but he does like building computers on a budget. So you know, in the future, if you ever want to build your own computer, you, you can uh, look at these videos and find easy ways to do it. And he gives you like a list of all the parts that you need. Cool on the on Amazon. And um, one thing I really liked from his on his playlist is he has, I think it's cool tech tools under like $30 and then under $50. And he has like these little like cool like Amazon things or things you can find on Amazon. Nice. Like head, headphones, mic, uh, USB microphones, um, headphone stands, which is kind of cool. I never really got into that, but I, I always find myself struggling to put my headphones somewhere. Yeah. And there's like these little stands you can get and they have like USB ports and stuff. Oh, tight. It's really cool. That's cool. You could totally get geek out on it and um so that's my recommendation for youtube nice. and then on a on a different note uh another youtube channel uh this guy chris ramsey he does uh he's a magician uh slash vlogger and he works for a company called illusionist and they provide a lot of like magic illusions and and uh playing card designs nice. and i f- i found him through this and I, I think he's a really cool guy and he does uh videos on you know magic tutorials and also he just does regular vlogging videos but i like him he's a really interesting guy and um even if you are not into magic uh he has like some tips on filming and also uh making a presence i guess socially on on social media nice and you know how to become a vlogger and and whatnot so kind of similar like casey nastat like how he does his vlogs kind of like part of it's kind of like tech support slash the magic community and some of it's kind of like his own little flavor nice very cool so yeah two recommendations on youtube check it out subscribe and uh hopefully maybe in the future we'll have our sex effects episodes on youtube so you guys if you guys are more on a youtube oh, that'd channel be cool. sub- subscription uh maybe we'll start posting our videos on there not a bad idea somehow not a bad idea right Oh. Uh, Joe, what do you have to share this week? Um, well, count that as three YouTube channels. Um, oh, you got an okay. So sometimes when I'm doing uh, work at my job, like if I'm like, for instance, I was putting t- uh, this room back together. I had all this stuff splayed out because there was cleaning. Doesn't matter. I was putting stuff back, but I was going to be in this room where no one could hear me for a while. 
Um, so I like to either listen to a podcast or play a video while I'm working. Um, yeah. And I found this one called the channel is called Lessons from the Screenplay. And Lessons um, from the Screenplay. Okay. This guy just breaks down movies like why they work and why the screenwriting was good and or oh, why okay. the Joker is a good antagonist to Batman or like really just wow. smart fucking video Diving essays. Deep. Um, yeah. okay. Really good stuff. Their video on Gone Girl is brilliant. It's so good. You you learn a lot. Um, so if if you like screenplay writing, if you like if you just want to get better, like we all should want to get better, um, <laughs> check it out. So yeah, lessons that, from the screenplay. That's, that's super cool. It's like almost like it dives into the the movie and and kind of the characters and how they set those things up. Is that yeah? It's I mean. For for example, they they showed a scene of. Uh, have you seen Gone Girl? I have not. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, is um, it a spoiler? Not really. Um, but Ben Affleck is meeting Neil Patrick Harris, and basically they show you the words on the page. Like there's an ugly pause, and then you see that ugly pause play out between the oh. actors, and you're like, you know, uh, this scene could have been so. You know, if they didn't give them the proper direction, it could have gone so many ways. But because so, the so writer ways, yeah. set the tone for it, like they were able to play that. You know what I mean? That's super cool. It was really cool. Um, there's a couple others, like they t- broke down the uh, the B character or the supporting character role and uh, okay. how it tied to the plot. Just if if you like geeking out on s- story structure and and shit like that, like this channel's for you. So yeah. Cool. Um, there's one channel that comes to mind. That's almost similar. Uh, this guy, I think he's called the nerd nerd writer. Oh, I've, I've, he, I've listened to him. Yeah. Yeah. And he does, uh, was it, he does, uh, the little coffee videos. cup nerd writer. Yeah. 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 He yeah. does like videos on breaking down like, like movies or, or specific things, almost like, you know, the reasoning why they did a certain thing in a scene or whatnot. And I don't know if he does it. I think he does it for movies mostly, but some of it's other types of things too as well. But yeah. almost like a, a deep study into whatever subject he's going into uh, pertaining to like entertainment and media. So um, yeah, I was, those are I was cool. on his page earlier today. Actually, he's great. He's fantastic. Yeah, that reminds that reminds me of the the channel you're describing. So uh, that's cool. I'll have to check that one out. Then. You heard it here, folks. Four. YouTube channels to listen to. There you go. Lessons from the screenplay, <laughs> the nerd writer, and say your two again, Shawnee. Uh, it's uh, Chris Ramsey's uh, vlog, and then we have uh, Tech Source. Tech Source. Tech Source. Source. <coughs> you have to pardon my coughing. Oh, that's um, cool. <laughs> I've got the black lung pop. Um, Shawnee, where can we find more of your work on the internet this this week? Uh, this week, you can find me on Instagram at Shonday Music, S-H-A-U-N-D-A-Y Music, and then on my website, shondaymusic.net. Yeah, yeah. Joe, where can, <laughs> where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Joey Parati. Try and add me. Um, and you can also check out my website, joeypratiscripts.com. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Shawnee, good lists. I really enjoyed talking about the bands. That was, fuck, that was a good top five. It was a very good top five. I'm kicking myself over my fucking tenacious D. I could see them. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. The clash. Fuck. All right. I know, right? Oh, man. 
well, I'm going to go hate myself now and uh, self-loathe <laughs> for a bit. So uh, until next time, I'm Joey Prodi. And I'm Sean Day. Thanks for for listening. (laughs) We come together at the end. We coalesce at the end. Like we're one. Like we're one. (laughs)